Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Balance Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. I'm your host, Jordan Younger, and... I'm so excited that you're here. Today, we have one of my very best friends on the podcast, Kenzie Burke. She was on the podcast pretty much exactly one year ago was the last time she was on the show. And what's wild is that when she came on in February 2020, that was the first time that we had met. And it's so crazy because since then... We have developed a bond that is otherworldly. It's truly sister energy. It's family energy. We have journeyed together through lifetimes. So although we were connected, reconnected in 2020, um, we have had so many lifetimes together. And she is just so wise. And she's one of, like I said, the closest, dearest people in my life. She's one of my best friends. She's a guide. I don't make any business decisions without running them by Kenzie. She's a boss. She is such boss energy. She's an Aries sun and she's a Libra north node, meaning she's an Aries south node. We talk a lot about this in the episode. And if you are unfamiliar with Kenzie, she is a podcast host. She's a health coach. She's a blogger. She is a creator. Influencer wouldn't be the right word. It wouldn't be capturing her essence, but she definitely does influence online. She has quite a following where she shares all about plant-based wellness, healing, awakening, as she's been on a spiritual journey for the last year, which we talk about in this episode. And she also has a brand new brand, which is a product line of coffee, the best coffee in the world, and cacao nibs. The lifestyle she teaches is food combining and fruit till noon. And she is such a leader in that lifestyle, that movement, all things plant-based, wellness, and awakening. And what I personally love so much about Kenzie and sharing her with you guys today is that she is just so unafraid to be herself. She is constantly evolving and learning and growing, uh, reawakening to new parts of herself, unearthing old parts of herself, which were her soul, which has been her all along. And in the process, she had shed so many layers, which means walking away from things that no longer serve her, which is really, really, really hard to do. So I wanted to have that conversation with Kenzie in the episode where we talk about conscious friendships and our friendship and what it means to us, what she seeks in friends, 
the spiritual awakening that she's currently in as we've been in a vortex tornado, as we often call it with each other. And she also made the recent decision, or I guess not so recent anymore, to move out of her place in LA, travel, and commit to a very nomadic lifestyle. She's just going with the flow of her intuition. She's very mysterious. And I feel, well, to me, she's not mysterious, but I feel online her process is is mysterious in the sense that everybody wants to know, where does Kenzie live? What is Kenzie doing? What is Kenzie eating? How's Kenzie working out? Um, what's Kenzie working on? So I'm excited to bring you this episode today because we're talking about all of that. And I'm just so thankful to have had this conversation with her, my dear friend, my sister, my everything, my angel. Um, I'm just obsessed with her. She's so, so fabulous. And I'm so lucky with any chance that I get to spend in her presence. So in LA, we were also in Miami. We will be going on a few other adventures together soon, which we're very excited about. And She teaches me the healthy balance of going with the flow, believing in myself. And like I said, that boss energy that she just walks around the planet with, she is so special to so many people, especially me. So I'm so excited to get into this conversation with her and have you guys hear it. I want to remind you, if you feel inspired to rate and review the podcast on iTunes, I have a free gift for you. If you send me a screenshot to jordan at thebalancebond.com, and I'm also doing a big wellness giveaway for the next several weeks for anyone who heads over to TBB podcast on Instagram, follows and comments on the top three photos because we are revamping the TBB podcast Instagram. I have someone incredible, Shelby, who is helping, who Kenzie connected me with, and it's all going to be really fun. Lots of inspiration over there on the TBB podcast Instagram account. And the goal is to just keep spreading this soul on fire lifestyle both on the podcast and on social media to continue making the world a better and more just aligned, special place. Fifth dimension, baby. We're rising to the fifth dimension and it feels really, really good. So before we dive into the episode, I would love to thank our sponsor for today's show, Can Euphorix. They are the first non-alcoholic drink for grown-ups who care about the little things like brain function, hormone harmony, great sex, and de-stressing after an insane day. They're stacked with so much good stuff and none of the bad stuff at all. So things that I try to work into my diet all the time, like adaptogens and nootropics, And just to give you a little idea what those two amazing things do, adaptogenic herbs and mushrooms, they help to curb stress in the moment. And over time, they also help to bring our body back to homeostasis. And nootropics are something I've been playing with for years and have helped me in so many areas of my life. Nootropics help support cognitive function, like clarity, memory, and creativity. So depending on what you're looking for, whether it's like some relaxation or some clarity and creativity, Kinuphorex has three different mood-defining drinks for every occasion. So you can kind of think of it like the Spotify of beverages. Their three different flavors are the High Road, which I've been sipping all day today. I bring it with me when we have dinner on the roof with our friends and it tastes so good. 
kind of think of it as like the drink that you would reach for when other people are drinking alcohol. And then they have the Kin Spritz, which is a sparkling Aperol-like brain boost without the crash or hangover. I crack open the Kin Spritz usually around 4 p.m. to beat my afternoon slump and to shift from work into play mode. And then at night, they have the Dream Light, which is a booze-free nightcap that tastes like an Amaro and melts away any stress from the day, which is so important. And not to mention, it helps me sleep like a baby and wake up feeling amazing. I personally am so excited that the alcohol-free beverage life is really just becoming more and more mainstream and that there's something so healthy, so TBB approved, which is organic and alcohol-free and something with the mission to reimagine the social ritual of drinking without taking a toll on our health and well-being. So I like it. It's been it's been really, really fun to sip on these three different flavors every day. Jonathan's into it. They help support my mood. They help support my awakening, dare I say. It's been wonderful. So we have worked out a special deal for the Balance Bond podcast listeners. Receive 15% off Kinuforex plus free shipping on your order. Go to kinuforex.com slash blonde or use the code blonde at checkout to claim this deal. That's K-I-N-E-U-P-H-O-R-I-C-S dot com slash B-L-O-N-D-E. Check them out and fall in love. Now let's head into this episode with Kenzie. Okay, Kenzie. Hello. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited to be here. We've been talking for so many hours. My favorite human. My we favorite. talk every day. I know. We talk every day. <laughs> like everybody listening, Kenzie, the first time you guys heard Kenzie on my podcast, we were meeting for the first time. Mm-hmm. That was about a year ago. Because it was February, right? Wait, that was exactly a year ago. Oh my God. I wonder if it was to the date. We should look. Yeah. I love looking. I'm going to look at my phone while we talk about that. I love knowing that stuff so it much. It was really to the date, I feel. I think it was too. Okay. While we talk, I'm going to figure that out because I need to know what was happening on this day last year. We were both different people. Different humans. Absolutely different humans. You walked into the door and I was like, oh, she's Pleiadian. Her face is <laughs> fully shape-shifting. It absolutely like diminished and then turned into a galaxy. And I was asking myself in my head, Jordan, should you tell her that she's Pleiadian? You don't know anything about her. Is this going to terrify her? Is she just going to like think that you're so weird? But I felt like I could tell you. I think we started talking in the episode and then mid-episode, I was like, I feel like you are very cosmic. (laughs) And then your face just shifted. And then over the months, We have developed such a beautiful friendship. You started my spiritual awakening. You really did. I mean, you told me what human design was, and that sparked a lot of my awakening. And then you've been there for the whole the whole whole journey. journey. Yeah. Even when I think back to conversations we had in May when I would ask you questions. Yeah. Just different human different human. We're both different humans. Mm -hmm. And I love hearing that. And it's true because I do remember thinking, it's like I saw your future flash before me and I knew that you were stepping into this very powerful spiritual woman that you are. 
you were already very powerful, but you were not into your spirituality yet. But I saw it. I was like, oh my God, she has so many powers and is so gifted. And I think back also to even when I would see your pictures on Instagram before we knew each other. And I sent you that message from my honeymoon, like, we're so similar. You need to come on my podcast. And I remember feeling so connected to you even then. I was thinking about that earlier today. And it's just so special. It's so special. And I know our journeys parallel in so many ways. Just even when we were in Santa Barbara and we were talking about our past and our our journey and how it's unfolded and going through our old photos and seeing the layers come off both of us. I just know we've both been on the same, the same journey. We have. Which is why we mirror so much for each other. We really, really do. And now the veils are just lifted and gone. So like <laughs> we see no each other's auras and energies, <laughs> the shape shifting never gets, I mean, it only gets more and more intense. It never ceases. And it's beautiful, not to mention our journeys truly have paralleled in the sense that we've both had Lyme, which really woke us up to our souls. We both got into health and then into the plant food and then ultimately into spirituality. Now you have your incredible podcast. You inspire me every day. And you inspire me. And now we bounce business ideas yes, off we of do. <laughs> I don't make any decisions, you guys, without running them by Kenzie for my business. It's true. And you come up with the best ideas oftentimes. And we've been in a vortex. Right. We're which in has a vortex. really just intertwined our mm-hmm. journey in so many ways right. since November. Yeah. Yeah. As we were saying before we started recording, the vortex started. For me, it was really blissful. I don't know if you felt that way. Mine started with a lot of pain. Yeah. Stomach pain, knots. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. You were in a lot of pain. A lot of pain. Right. Yeah. I was in bliss. I was in post ayahuasca. Oh, yeah. You were. You were on a different planet. (laughs) Right. I saw all my future very clearly. I felt amazing. And now I'm in like a tornado of way, way less clarity. And maybe the clarity is still there, but I'm confused with, I'm, I'm surrendering. I guess that's all I can say, which you have helped me realize. So give everybody here on the podcast an update from really like the last time that you've been on. And what you're doing in your life now, which is so fascinating. Oh my gosh. you're about to, I mean, you're embarking on a huge adventure as you huge. already are. I mean, since I, since I was last on, so much has happened. So much has happened. I completely changed the direction of my life. I have a completely new social, social circle. Yes. But I would say it's just... It's more, now I have soulful connections in my life, connections that I know I've had before in past lives. Um, I think, yeah, it's hard to even put into words how much has changed because everything's changed. But I think really going into my spirituality has sparked the deepest awakening and change. And my life changes drastically every single week. I'm a yes. different person. I even look at pictures of myself from October and I don't recognize yes. that person. So it's hard to even pinpoint what exactly 
has changed because everything's yeah, changed. Yeah, everything I mean, has changed. I'm now not fully living in LA. I'm traveling completely. Which I've, you've been doing since like October. October. Yeah. When you went to Hawaii. So that was massive. And everyone yeah, I mean, wanted to know if you were moving to Hawaii. Yeah, I went to Hawaii for three weeks. It wasn't, I will say this about my traveling journey. A big lesson that I just realized was the journey started off in the beginning of the places I could go. And then when I started going to all the places, I started to realize that I was still the same. I still felt the same things. So the journey went from, I went from Hawaii to Texas. And then towards the end of Texas, I realized I'm still carrying around these same feelings, which is when I started, that was when the vortex started because I started to realize, okay, maybe I now have to go deeper within myself to shift things within myself to create the world and environment I want to live in. And Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily these places or this hotel room or this Airbnb that's going to bring that to me. So the traveling started off to be a fun I'm going to just travel. And it turned into a deep soul journey where now I'm still traveling, but now it's to find deeper parts of my soul. And that also influences the places I go mm-hmm. and what I am searching for within myself, if that makes any yes, sense. <laughs> it, it makes a ton of sense to me. So it's been very intuitively led for you. Yes. And that was after Hawaii because I went to Hawaii very controlling in a controlling way. Right. Well, you had had, plans. You were probably still going to be there, quote unquote. Quote unquote. Because we talked about being there together for the month of January, pre-portal, before our whole life changed. (laughs) By the way, I had to find this while you were talking. February 19th, 2020 is the day that we met. Yeah, it's February 5th. I mean, who is this person? Whoa. That's you. Yeah, that's not the same I know, person. But yeah, neither am I. It's so crazy. Oh my gosh, we look so different. Yeah, we were standing right there. Our faces are so different. Yes. Well, we've also both gotten a lot healthier, yeah. which we can get into. Um, so much healthier. De- detox. Yeah, but, so Hawaii. Questions. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to talk yeah. about it. I know, sorry. <laughs> I will never stay on topic with you because we can have 10 conversations at once. But so it was very cool, the intuition that, brought you out of Hawaii and then into Austin and then out of Austin. And now what would you say you are seeking? So I think towards the end of Austin, the end of Austin really is when I started to spiritually awake on a much deeper level. When I started to get very into what my North Node was, what my soul really wanted and becoming clear on those things. And from Austin until now, that's been an everyday journey where now I've gone into past lives and spirit babies and really looking for what my soul calls to do and calls to. So now the journey is really led by those deep intuitive pulls. I feel so pulled to Europe because I intuitively know that there's something there. There's a lover there. There's a huge part of my life. I feel like I will end up living there. And that's what is leading that Mm -hmm. at this moment. There's like when we went to Santa Barbara in November, that was led by 
needing to be in a space with myself to, to meditate. So those are the kind of things that are now leading my travels, which again, in the beginning with Hawaii, it was, oh, I think I will like Hawaii and I'm going to bring three suitcases and overpack and try to plan the whole thing. And now I can't, I don't really book anything for more than a week because I'm so led by the soul and the journey that things change every day, mm-hmm. as you know. So it's a very liberating place to be in life. And, you know, I've been doing, it's also been hard because I've been on a soul journey, which is a full-time job. I've been taking care of my health to an on a whole new level, which is also a full-time job. I've launched one business and I'm launching a new one next month, which are both incredibly taxing and hard. And going through lessons and experiences with money and having to look at that, which is such an intimate relationship. And then also I've gone through huge friendships, shifts, as you know. So it's been so beautiful and so hard. Like we were just talking about before this, I've had migraines every day just this week because there's so much energy and so many things moving. But I'm also recognizing all those superpowers that I do have to be able to be traveling, doing all these businesses, finding myself, taking care of my health. I mean, it's really incredible when I speak it to see how much I'm doing at once. (laughs) Truly, truly. Well, as a true manifesting generator can do, and you do have superpowers beyond, beyond that. I mean, you legitimately have superpowers to heal yourself. You are a witch and a healer and an intuitive in all the best ways. So I want to dig into almost everything that you mentioned here. I'm keeping a mental checklist because it's like, everyone's going to want to know the health, the money stuff, the friendship stuff, um, the businesses. So let's talk with, start by talking about the health because Mm -hmm. You have introduced me to the amazing, amazing Chinese medicine doctor who's been changing your life and is now changing mine. Mm -hmm. Everybody wanted to know about that. Mm -hmm. So I started to see her two days after our podcast. Whoa. Mm -hmm. So you've been going to her for a while. Almost a year now. Yeah. And I, yeah, after we did our first podcast episode. So I... I remember coming to you at that podcast and saying, I'm having a Lyme flare-up, which is something that I had said since I was 14 when I when life got very hard for me. Yeah. And so I thought I was having a Lyme flare-up because, well, first of all, I was very, very, very inflamed last year in a way I had never, ever been before. But I was also very out of touch with who I was on all different levels. I mean, I was getting spray tans and doing my nails and getting fake eyelashes, which was so far from, uh, my hair was dyed a completely different color. It was so far from who I was that I had completely lost touch with myself. And I wasn't feeling well. And I was saying it was a Lyme flare-up. I was also in a space where I had just come into the influence world and I was getting a lot put on me of who I should be. And I know it just didn't feel right intuitively. So I went to my Chinese medicine doctor and thinking I had a Lyme flare-up, thinking I had all these things. And the first thing she says, because she reads energy. And the first thing she said is, 
you have parasites, you have mold, and your brain and heart are weak. And that is what stuck to me the most. My brain and heart are weak because no one wants to hear that at all. Um, And I started going to her and within a week, I started feeling so much better. And and she has supported me and my health in so many ways, but I I don't think, I know what it's taught me is I was, it's taught me the root cause of my quote unquote autoimmune disease of Lyme, of the flare-ups. And I started to make the connection that I would say I had Lyme. I would feel ill when I would want outs from life. So that was kind of my first ping in maybe I was manifesting my own illness because every time that I would have a sickness or not feel well, it would be in moments that I was not aligned with my life. So there's so many parallels in that moment because I started going to her and like I said, she reads energy, but she had immediately told me, you don't need to change anything about the way you're eating. You're eating perfectly, which was amazing because I've really cultivated the way I was eating for years. So that was nice to hear. Um, And then also it was the same time that the pandemic hit. So everything stopped. So I was at home with myself in an intimate level in a whole new way. Started taking these Chinese herbs, seeing her every week. And it was through her because she was giving me the space to listen to what my body wanted that I started to be able to listen to what my body wanted by because I gave it that space. Mm-hmm. And so I, I know there's so much, there's so many things that happened because I found myself. I found, I got support with my health, but I also started to listen to my intuition. And I've always had this voice in my head, had this voice in my head that someone else had to do it for me. If I didn't feel well, someone else had to tell me why. If I needed, if I wanted to work out to achieve a body image, someone else had to tell me why. And it was through all of this that I stopped having a personal trainer which is something I thought I had to have, but it was giving me the, it was doing the complete opposite in my body. I think it was just raising my cortisol levels and making me a mad person. Just had so much, it was so masculine, which is, my body was so masculine, which is the opposite of what I know my soul wants to be. Mm -hmm. So I think with her, she really, her and my finding my spirituality really helped me listen to what my body taught me to listen to my body versus at looking at other places for that information. And I started to realize in the things that work in my life, like the way I was eating, to go to someone and have her say nothing about the way you're eating was a win I took on my part because that was, I was listening to my intuition. And the more I listen to my intuition, the more I'm finding how much I do know and more I'm seeing the superpower in me and the witch and the healer. And that is when my health is getting better and better and better. That's when inflammation's fallen off my body, weight's fallen off my body, emotions, I'm able to feel and sit with my emotions and deep dive and just uncover so much more of myself through learning how to listen to my intuition. And so I still see this, this Chinese medicine doctor and I, you know, told you to go to her. And I think 
my true belief with that is that our bodies need, our bodies can always need support. And I do believe that especially for people like you and I who are so incredibly in tune and we soak up so much energy in a very intense way. We hold on to a lot of energy. We feel a lot of energy. It is really, and we also lead the light in a lot of ways. And um, it's, it's a lot to take on. And so I do find it so important to listen to your body and get support for your body to be able to do those things. And so that's why I still see her and I will forever see her because it's a part of my practice. But I also do believe now that I could maintain slash achieve this level of enlightenment and healing I have on my own because I truly believe that we are the healers and we know how to heal our bodies because these 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 herbs, they're just herbs, you know, right. they're flower essences, Absolutely. they're zinc, they're just vitamin C, but it's tailored to the energy of what your body's asking for. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it's all about. It's getting so clear on what your body's asking for. And now I'm able to do that with the way I eat completely right. of fully recognizing what my body wants and what to eat and when to eat it. And I know if I feel anxious, I should eat something grounding. And it's just taught me so much of how to fully listen. And even with movement, that was a huge shift for me of now I, I move, I do yoga Pilates for like 15, 20 minutes a day. And my body has shape shifted an insane amount. Completely. I mean, it's completely, I, I manifested the body that yes, I have. Yes. <laughs> no, definitely. And I think the theme with what everything you're saying is that the subtle, so everything is energy mm-hmm. and the more subtle, all we really need are like these energetic shifts. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is with the Chinese medicine and the herbs. And as I was in the office the other day, she was telling me all the things I need. And Jonathan's like, but why is this different than everything else? He was asking her and she said, because everything is energy and this is Jordan's energy. And she's like, and then we need to do yours to him (laughs) and everything's energy. And that's what it reminds me, even what you're saying with the movement and everything, because I think it definitely works well for some people to hardcore exercise, do that thing. It works for them because it works with their specific energy at specific times in their life. It does not work for your eye. Like that's not what we came here to do. Lift heavy and sprint and run marathons and stuff that we have both done. I think you finding the flowy intuitive movement is so beautiful. And the energy and the frequency of it clearly works for you. It's amazing. So and that's because for- it's listening to the soul because some movement and exercising is a beautiful thing. And like you said, it does maybe for the very soft feminine who is actually here to be a powerful, strong, rooted force who's big in her energy that is trying to harness that, lifting those weights and doing those things may be for that person. And I think that's that's also just going back to, it's all about listening to that intuition right. and finding, like you said, it is energy. It is, it's, 
that 15 minutes of movement, which I used to logically think that's ridiculous. You could never, ever have abs or whatever you wanted from doing 15 minutes. But it is just by moving that energy in a way that is what your soul or why you're here, who you're here to be and honoring that it just aligns and you just, it just works. It does work. (laughs) And as we talk about too, a lot of things having to do with the body and weight and inflammation has to do with letting go of emotions. Mm -hmm. And it's something that you're reminding me all the time as well, like emotions and control and different things that we all go through when you can release those things and find peace, I have found, and I know you have found that weight melts off and inflammation dissipates. Mm -hmm. And then it comes back when you have to learn from it again. Mm -hmm. It's such a sign that you are out of alignment. And now I'm able to so quickly recognize that immediately. Mm -hmm. I feel like I hold it in my arms and in my stomach. I immediately know if I'm out of alignment. Yeah. Immediately now because I'm so in tune. Yeah. And yeah. And then I'm able to shift that and ask those, those deeper questions because we're, we're taught that it's movement, it's your food and it's all these things. But as someone like myself, I've eaten as close to nature as possible for years. I've been a hardcore food combining person. I eat nothing processed. I eat whole real foods. I fully, fully, fully believe in that. So I will know it's not the food. And I'll see my body processing food in a different way when I'm stressed or when emotions are heightened. Or I'll notice that when I'm in Miami, like we just were, and I'm super, super relaxed and I can eat half of a you know wood-fired sourdough crust pizza. Right. And feel and look the same immediately the next morning. But if I had eaten something like that, because I don't normally eat pizza every day, if I would have eaten something like that in a moment where I was highly stressed or highly emotional, it would have definitely not digest it, digest in the same way. And Mm -hmm. I know that. Yes, relaxation is key and it makes a (laughs) world of difference. Like I always used to wonder that why when I'm on vacation, can I eat differently and not feel the same stress? And it's like this ball of stress, at least for me, that exists in my stomach all the time when I'm not relaxed. And so the goal is to bring that kind of like vacation vibes into our life, which is the whole other thing, which brings me to the next question of what are the spiritual practices that are really influencing your life the most? Because that's what it comes down to, Mm -hmm. to try to achieve that kind of stress-free lifestyle, even when you're not on vacation. Mm -hmm. For me, it is uncovering more of myself every single day. I am constantly trying to learn more about myself and I use spiritual I guess you could say spiritual practices and spiritual resources to get there. And ultimately, I mean, it's been so many things. It's been um, doing sessions with astrologer, Dara. That was a very life-changing moment for me. Learning all about my human design, that was very life-changing for me. I love to do sessions with people. My friends always make fun of me because I have 
a person for every single thing because I I'll, I do a session with someone once a week because it's it's a hobby. It's it's um I do energetic it's a passion. It's a passion. Yes, it's a passion. It's not a hobby. A passion and a hobby. Yeah, it is for sure. But I mean, I I will do anything from trying to learn and call in my past lives, my spirit babies. What else do I do? I mean, and I even have sessions that I do, like, you know, where I'll do them and I'll call and I'll say, that is not what I was looking for. And then I'll try something new. But through each of these things that I do, I guess, I guess it's not, I'm not saying that, oh, I hire people to help me get there. It's that I explore. I, I kind of call myself the life explorer, which is yes. something I learned through human design to my profile is the human experimenter. Oh my God. That makes so much sense. So when I learned that, I also started to make that a part of my life and embrace that. And so that does, I mean, I put myself out there a lot. I'll do energetic healing and I will fully say what's on my mind, which used to terrify me. Right. But I want that experience and to uncover myself. And then the spiritual practice that I hold every day is I do kundalini meditations, which I really want to become a kundalini teacher. I see that. It just calls so, so deeply to me. And I think that in the beginning of my awakening, I thought that I had to meditate every day and I had to clear my mind and I couldn't have thoughts. And and that was that. And I lived that way for six months where I would force myself. I would be mean to myself. Why are you thinking? Why are you going there? And then I started to tune more into my intuition. And I love Kundalini. I love the chant. I love singing. And now I just do it every single day. And even if my mind is wandering, I'm still singing and feeling that chant and showing up for that practice. And then when I uncover more of myself and learn, just have pings where I realize oh my gosh, I'm here to embody the feminine, to bring ancient wisdom to people, to bring education on, not education, but um, combined spirituality with sexuality and sensuality, which is an area I haven't even looked in, but I know that's my it's life's you. calling. It's, it's you. me. It's the divine feminine. It it's is. Your and then that's North so Node. Kundalini, which yeah, I had been attracted to and started doing intuitively without Mm -hmm. knowing that it is in August. So it goes back to that intuition of a lot of the things that I've done before this year, I've done, I would say not awake, but to come to find that the things that I've been attracted to are part of my soul's journey. And what I'm here to be has been has taught me so much more about listening to the intuition. Mm-hmm. So now life just opens up more and more for me and my path and my spirituality because I used to look just like with my health and with my food and with my body and with my spirituality for other people to tell me what to do, for other people to guide me through a meditation, for other people to tell me what time I should meditate. And the biggest thing with my spirituality is I've sh- stripped that all away. 
Yeah, and I've listened yes. to myself now, and know that you are the healer. Mm-hmm. You are the healer. That's what keeps running through my mind. The thing for everybody listening, <laughs> so that they know, like <laughs> when we talk, like I just get visions, I get words in my head that I'm like, I this is what I need to tell you next. Like you are the healer. That that keeps coming through over and over and over and over and. That's something that I know we've both learned as we've both struggled so much to heal. And Mm -hmm. here we are healing ourselves. Mm -hmm. And for everyone listening, Kenzie's 24 (laughs) years old. And (laughs) you're so what? You're one of the wisest people that I know. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Age is truly nothing, especially when someone has had many, many lifetimes as you have. And we've had many, many lifetimes together that flashed before my eyes all the time. (laughs) And it was so interesting when you were told from one healer about your goddess Egyptian lifetime, Mm -hmm. which I see in you so clearly, and that you chose not to really come back, you Mm -hmm. know, for a while. I see that too. That I feel is one of the truest things I've been told because I feel that deeply. I remember, I have so many memories of being even under the age of one and just being a child and just thinking, what is this world? And how am I here? And it was all before the age of seven that I have these memories because when we turn seven is really when the world hits us. That's when we start being influenced by more of the ego and we start taking in the world. But before seven, we are just pure souls. So a lot of our interests that we have before we're seven and stuff actually kind of come back to us when we awaken. I don't know if you've noticed that. Oh, 100%. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because that's the purest. So I have these memories of being under seven and thinking very elevated thoughts and very just not above because that's not the right word, but that's, that's how I would describe it is just being so enlightened. And I felt above my environment. So I, I was called in one of my past lives and I was the queen of Milan and from in the golden age. And, but I didn't choose to reincarnate too many times because I was, I'm here now to bring golden age wisdom to this world. And nothing ever struck, has struck more true because it did feel like that. It, I do feel like that so much, just even when I hear anything in the media or I have a conversation with someone off the street, I always think that of, I just feel like my wisdom is so ancient and it's hard for me to be in this time. And I remember to bring it back to childhood memories of kind of wondering, what is this world? This is not like where I'm from. Mm -hmm. And to know that, and I think, I think this goes back and I know you feel this way too, but the more you uncover about yourself and the more you understand and make those connections of where you've been and who you've been, it helps you with who you are Mm -hmm. now. Absolutely. Yes, I feel that 100%. 
All right, guys, just a brief interruption from this episode with Kenzie to talk about CBD. But not just any CBD, we are here to talk about cured nutrition, which is, yes, the only CBD that I take. I stopped taking any other CBD a couple years ago now when I first met Joseph Sheehy, who is the best. He's been on this podcast, he's the founder of Cured Nutrition. And the reason that I stopped taking all other CBD is because they're the best. They're in their highest integrity. Everything is organic, non-GMO, local to Colorado. They're the kindest people. Everything is really, really potent, third-party lab tested. And I just feel the difference. Like, If you've ever had CBD before and you haven't felt anything, I think we've probably all had that experience. Um, cured nutrition will not give you that experience. You will feel the benefits and the effects of their CBD. You can use the code blonde for 15% off at any time. And a couple of my favorite products are their pure daily hemp oil, which is mint flavored. I like to take that in the morning if I'm feeling anxious or at night to help me sleep. I use their pain salve religiously. I think everybody knows that about me. The hemp infused extra strength pain salve, which helps take away pain in my joints from Lyme has been so supportive to me on my healing journey. And it just feels good. Like at night, I will get Jonathan to give me a hand massage. My hands always really hurt, which was a joint thing from Lyme. And we use the pain salve. It's amazing. They also have pet bundles. So if you want to give your dog or your cat some CBD, Carrot has got you covered. They have nootropics. They have something called Rise and Zen capsules. They have Aura, which I like to take to get extra focused. And it also helps to protect your gut lining and encourages a healthy gut microbiome. So feel free to shop at curednutrition.com slash blonde. Use the code blonde for 15% off and listen to Joseph Sheehy, the founder, on the episode that we did together to learn more and enjoy. You guys will love. I highly recommend CBD. Now let's get back into this episode with Kenzie. Do you remember being born? By yes. Any chance? Me too. I remember and- not crying too. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's, that's wild. Mm-hmm. I cried a lot. I remember I re- people used to make fun of me so much when I would say, Mm -hmm. I remember being born. I didn't think it was that crazy. Mm -hmm. I remember being born. No, I do. I have chills right now. My mom always told me that I didn't cry and I looked right at her eyes, in her eyes. And I remember, I can can feel it now, but just looking right in her eyes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I remember being born and being devastated. Like this is actually kind of sad. Like the womb was such a beautiful, blissful place for me. And in many spiritual denominations, they would say that being in the womb is is really not that different from being in the spirit world because mostly the baby is still there, but it's this very comforting place in your mother's body. And like you haven't lost any of those soul connections yet. You you are, in my opinion, the eternal soul, mm-hmm. untainted by the world, literally, because you're not in it yet. And I remember being born and, and coming through and being like, oh my God, oh my God, this again, kind of. And I've only been able to put that those pieces together now. 
like you're saying, because when I was a child, I knew that, but I didn't know why. Because mm-hmm. of course, there's no way, and now there is, because we'll raise our children this way. But the way that we were raised, there's just no way to have any of that validated or talked about. And then we lose those memories at such a young age, like you said. But I just remember on the one hand being, oh my God, here we go again. And then on the other hand, you know, not safe anymore, not in the womb, very harsh world. I felt that. But I also remember being a child and remembering, I mean, feeling like I could do anything. I could be the president of the the United States. I could be a famous actress. I could be a famous author. These are all things that I wanted to be and an artist. And that's amazing. And that, I think on a spiritual journey, you're able to tap back into that every day. And I never resonated so much with like the inner child work because to me, it sounded a little bit like, why? We're such like do it people. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to reconnect with my inner child. I have so much other work to do. And now I see why, because it's the inner child is everything they know. And that says is who we are. And I think when you awaken, you return to that in your soul. Absolutely. And that's, I think, the deepest, that's the piece of the awakening that is the hardest to look at. Mm-hmm. And that's the piece of the awakening. That's why not everybody is awake. Because like you said, it's hard. You are, everyone's a do it kind of person. We're living mm-hmm. in a world where it is do it. Who wants to go back and look at my feelings were hurt when I was three because this person said this to me. And, but that's where those wounds and those things we carry with us, that's where they start right right there. And, and yeah, a child before the age of seven, that is the most pure, innocent form of yourself you will ever be. And so going back to that, that is who you are. Mm-hmm. That is who you are. That <laughs> makes me really happy. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. And that is who we are. I love that little Jordan. And I know I would have loved that little Kenzie, but I feel like I know her because like I see it in you more and more, the more you awaken and the more joy you tap into every day. It's so amazing. It really is. It's so blissful. So the next question everyone wants to know is friendships Mm -hmm. and these deep friendships. People want to know about our friendship and you've talked a lot about shifting all of your friendships. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that. Well, I will say that I have shifted my, my friendships have been shifting since I was probably seven. Yeah. I mean, I was really just really had a hard time with it after I turned seven. And I had to, I, I also think this was a part of my manifesting generator because I really don't like to be in a, I don't, I like to move. I like to experience, experience things. So I was constantly talking to my parents about how I could switch schools and how I could go into a different school and how I could homeschool and how I could unschool. And I always wanted to change, but also with that, I would go through these big friendship um, I'd be friends and then I wouldn't. And it, it was never bad. It didn't ever come with, I don't like this person anymore. But I do feel like on some level, my soul would really outgrow people really fast. And it did become a very big insecurity because from the outside world, you look very, 
flaky and like, what, what is wrong with you? Why, why are friends not sticking? And it did really eat at my self-esteem. And I did ask, what is wrong with me? Why am I so not content with people? But I always, I mean, I know that I've been on this deep journey. I mean, cause I graduated high school and I, packed my car and I moved to LA, I've been throwing myself into this journey ever since I could because I've wanted it. And, and so I did, it was a very negative thing to me for a while. And also it was very hard for me because I have always wanted, and now I can say this because I know this, but I've always craved deep soul connection. So anything that's felt hard in my life, whether it be friends, whether it be with my own mother, whether it be with my boyfriend, my first boyfriend when I was 18, when I think back of the pain I've had with all those relationships, it's because I wanted them to be deep. I wanted to be seen. I wanted it to be full of soul. And so I cultivated a lot of relationships that were not. And then I would feel frustrated in that relationship. And so then I would let that relationship go. And and now I recognize the pattern with that. And it was simply because I did not feel like it was deep enough and it did not stimulate me enough. And it it I'm so such a passionate person and I have so much fiery, passionate love that when it didn't feel reciprocal, I didn't feel it back, I felt upset. And so I would leave that relationship. So that's to say that I've had so many friendships up up until this year. And, And I think what came with the spiritual awakening was I was the farthest from myself I had ever been right before I awakened. And when I awakened, I recognized that. And so all of the relationships that I had ever had up into that moment, friendships, not family, but they had all just melted away because I, especially the ones when I was the farthest from myself, because I had realized I cannot how do I maintain these friendships that were cultivated when I was not myself? That's yes, very hard. Yes. And and I know that is hard for a lot of people. And I will say that that is something that is unique to me is that I, I care a lot about myself. I care a lot about my energy and my well-being and I always have. So I've had no hard time setting boundaries and letting things and people go. And I know that is, that can be harder for other people. And I do see that, but it was when I, when I recognized that. And then really when I met you and then Sabelle and just became so much more in tune with myself, that relationships have become so deep and so soulful and what I've wanted. And also because now I know how to voice what I want Mm -hmm. in a relationship. And I, and I know that if there isn't a deep soul connection, it is hard for me to be in that relationship. Yeah, and that's not something that you need to feel bad about. 
And now you know. Because now but I it know. was probably very hard at an earlier age to not know that that's what you were seeking and that's out there and it actually exists. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people listening feel that way now. I know they do because we got a lot of questions about it. I remember feeling that way. And your perspective is very helpful. Very helpful for people listening, I know. Yeah. I mean, and also I will say because I used to validate what I was doing, I would say, I'm just a cold person. Right. You know, which is the opposite You're of really what I not. am. But I would take my patterns and place labels on myself. Right. Where now, also, I just know I've craved deep conversations. So you and I, we voice message every single day, but we talk about really real life. I mean, and intimate things and things that are hurting our feelings today. And it's just so deep and we see each other. And when you see someone on that soul level, for me, I can love someone fully for their soul and all they are. And when things are surface level is when it's hard for me mm-hmm. because I'm. it's hard for me to have compassion for the little things that don't align or the little conversations that don't align because I don't see someone. Right. And they don't see you. And they don't see me. And it it doesn't, and I think everybody's different and unique. And there's some people, there's some extroverts that can have a bunch of friends and small conversations and they feel so full from that. And that's just not who I am. Right. And it's beautiful and I like to being know alone, that. Too. Right. Right. You're very <laughs> independent. You're also very warm, just to affirm that. Like there's nothing cold about you at all. But I can see how that would have been a story that you would tell yourself before. And yeah, I I've been thinking about it so much because it's such a gift to be able to have what we have and really be mirrors for each other. And to be so honest with each other all day long, every day, all the time, and be there for each other and hold space for each other. And as I talk about it, I'm like laughing in my head because there's a part of me thinking many people might not want that. And, and, you know, everyone's really different, but I always wanted that. You always wanted that. And it's amazing to find that, mm-hmm. to find what you're seeking. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know until I had more and more friendships like ours that a mirror and someone to be so honest with and so honest in return is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then there's really no, for someone like me, so sensitive, overthinker, completely psychic, you know, in ways that are amazing, but hard in my personal life. I need someone to just be honest with me all the time and who I can be honest with. Because if I have to stop, you know, close off any part of myself, I will probably not do well in that friendship. So that's exactly how I feel. Mm-hmm. And that's wow, that just everything just clicked for me when you said that. Because when I would quote unquote run away from friendships, it was because of that, because I had to shut off parts of myself. Right. Even in that's also why I had to switch schools a lot because I started to feel like I had to shut off parts of myself, which was. Like you said, it's mm-hmm. really, really, really hard yes. to do that, especially when you don't want to. <laughs> no, it gets me thinking about Lyme disease because I yeah. we always say this, like there's a consciousness of Lyme disease. 
I think it's a gift because it comes to those of us who come from a specific consciousness, who need a specific thing. And when you deviate from that, you get sick. Mm -hmm. And I think there's different (laughs) illnesses, diseases for different things that people need to learn. And that deck that's behind you over there that was made by my friend Lily that you messaged me earlier about, she had Lyme. And I was telling Lily all day, Lyme brought you back to this, this world, this amazing astrological, cosmic deck of intuition. Like she wasn't living that before. I mean, I wasn't living that before. You weren't living that before. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. And fascinating. Mm -hmm. And on the note of the honesty, you're such an honest person and I love it. And in a very loving way, you will speak openly with your friends about what you don't think is best for them and what you do. I need that in a friendship. I know that now. Mm -hmm. So that's really a gift as well. And I do think that has something to say about the people that and the friends that I do have in my life now, because I am very open and honest. And sometimes I wasn't always the one leaving other friendships before, but I do like to be very honest and not everybody wants to hear the honesty and not everybody can be seen in that way because it is, it is uncomfortable. But when we were taught, we were talking about weight and I feel when we were talking about how both of our faces look so different and we've lost so much inflammation and we just look so much lighter. I also think it's because of our soul connections and friendships that we've been cultivating as well, because we're not storing those deep. I mean, I have so much, so much deep fear and pain with money and now that I started to talk to you about it or openly say, this is what I think right now. And that just relieves mm-hmm. and lightens the load. And so I think it's really- That's true. It's really important. And I, I think that for you, what I see with you too, is the more you've set energetic boundaries of the people you share your space with, the closer your circle of friends that see you and that Mm -hmm. expand you grows. I know that's (laughs) true. That's true because to offer like a different perspective than you are as we were the opposite growing up. Like I went to one school from pre-K through 12th grade, as I was telling you and your mom all about in Miami and have had the same friends since kindergarten, many, many of the same friends and, and from middle school and then from college and just collected people, tons of people. And those friendships are still strong and beautiful. So I didn't know that I was still closing off parts of myself. And as I've awakened, I've brought a lot of people with me. And then I've also learned how to have friendships with people who aren't interested as well. And that's fine too. And I guess I just had no idea how much I needed. I needed those mirrors in my life and those deep, deep, deep connections. But my soul knew. My soul knew. I tried to write a book in like 2015 or so called Craving Deeper. And it was about craving deeper everything. And my agent, you know, was like, "Mm, I don't know that, you know, this is like a personal story. Like you should write it for yourself. And 
Now I realize like I was literally just like, I'm fucking craving deeper everything, but I didn't really know how to say it. Like I didn't really know what it was or how to cultivate it. And then yeah, things happen in life. And now that is life for me, for you. It's amazing. That's what I want for everyone. Yeah. And I truly think that I know a lot of people say this and someone listening may roll their eyes, but it truly starts with yourself, having a deep, intimate relationship with yourself and also not being afraid to try. Right. You know, because how will you ever find the deeper people and the deeper connections if you don't put yourself out there and try? I mean, I've definitely had, even recently, totally put myself out there, was very vulnerable, and maybe that relationship didn't blossom, you know, but the ones that you're meant to ride life with, they will hear it. They will see it and they will ride with you with that. So, I mean, it is really the more intimate you can go with yourself. I think the more intimate relationships you can cultivate. I totally agree. Yeah. And I've been the same as you. I've definitely pursued friendships that absolutely crashed and burned and I felt so rejected and that happens to everyone. Um, and that's part of riding life and getting to know who you are and cultivating that deeper connection. So beautiful. It is. I love that. It is. I want to ask you some questions that people were sending in. So many people had questions for you. I'm going to start with Jonathan's because he's hilarious and he makes (laughs) us laugh. Your hair is like a fairy angel. Do you use conditioner? (laughs) <laughs> yes. Your Everyone hair is amazing. asks me what conditioner I what use. What conditioner do you use? It's linked on my website under shop. I don't know because the bottle is in a it's Korean or something and I found it on Amazon. I've been using it's it's amazing. I have no idea what is in it. It's the only thing I don't know what's in it uh-huh. because I it can't works. read the bottle, but it's really amazing. It's really well, when you have hair as long as yours, a good conditioner is needed. A good conditioner, but, and I also know no one, I mean, I shouldn't say this, but people don't love this answer. But when I do get questions about my hair and my skin and all of that, the health of my hair, my skin, my eyebrows, everything has truly stemmed from the, what I put in my body. 100%. I mean, I never used to look like how I look now. <laughs> you glow. You literally glow from the I inside str- out. I had such hard problems with my skin. It's a ama- it's it's really incredible struggled with my skin. To know that because your skin could not be more glowing or more radiant. It <laughs> Yours glows. is too now though. Thank you. As of like think as of seeing our doctor. Yeah. You know it wasn't like that before. I mean I struggled. I had hives on my face most of the time, which is not fun. And then your eyebrows look really good. And you said you got them laminated. Yeah, I did. They look good. I need to do that. I need, you need to tell me where you went. Okay, I will. She's okay, here. Okay, good. It's amazing. Do you want to say it on the podcast? Um, her name's Lily, and I don't know her last name. Lily, okay. Lily something with an M. Okay. She's, she's big celebrity brow artist. I want to do Madonna, it. Lily Madonna. I haven't Sorry, ever, Lily, if she ever done that with my, <laughs> I haven't done anything with my eyebrows literally since before I had Lyme. I haven't even plucked them. <gasps> That's where I'm aspiring to be. Mm-hmm. I laminated them because I'm traveling so much. So I'm trying to get them to a place where if I don't get them done, they'll be okay. 
Yeah. So I thought by laminating them, it'll help me embrace the wild side of them. Yeah. I the like, woman. like, yeah, unplugged long eyebrows. Yeah. I'm trying to get there. It's, it's definitely an art to mm-hmm. go from plucking to getting them to be full and yeah. wild woman. You, it, it's taken me some time. <laughs> yeah. They look really good. Mine are just so long, they get like tangled. No, just yours like look my hair. great. I would never know <laughs> you've never you. gotten them done. <laughs> yeah, not in a long time. I used to. That was Jordan. Jordan 1.0 was obsessed, like you said, with the spray tans and the oh, hair. Oh, yeah. And Kenzie the 1.0 had teensy, teensy eyebrows. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could have plucked them anymore. Yeah, I looked, <laughs> we both looked so different. Oh, okay. This is an interesting question. We didn't really talk about this aspect of, of like the friendships ending. Nicole. Wilkinson says how to break up with friends. Help. Must honor myself without being an ass. Well, first of all, you're not being an ass ever to honor yourself. And that's the fir- the, the the biggest shift that you have to make right there is to look at honoring yourself as a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful gift and that you're worthy of honoring yourself. And I think that says it all because when you fully believe in your worth and you care about yourself more than anything, because we all should care about ourselves more than we care about anything, really. Because if we're not at our best, we're not going to be at our best for anyone else, whether it be a relationship or a job or whatever. So um, I think I think the answer to that is understanding and embodying your worth. And when you embody your worth and you see that there's friends that no longer align, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be bad. I really believe that when you embody your worth and you are showing up as the person you want to be, embodying your spiritual practices, taking care of yourself, feeding yourself right, you are putting yourself on a higher level in life and anything else that doesn't match that level naturally falls away. It just does. And it doesn't have to be bad. I don't have really any friendships where it was a bad falling out. It was nasty. And I don't speak poorly of those people. It just fell away because I was in a different level and in a different space in my life and it no longer aligned. Yeah, that is a really good answer. Really good answer. You're made to answer these questions. You're so, (laughs) so wise with this. Root Vibration says, Kenzie is so strong and fiery. I am too. What experiences in her life made her this way? I was born You were born Aries. I'm really Aries. Aries. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm really fiery. I have to, I'm learning how to um, harness the fire in a different way. Yeah, use the fire and passion in a softer way. Yeah. Because the fire, I wake up on fire. (laughs) Yeah. I have to tone down the fire. And your north node, which is the life path, is Libra, the opposite of Aries. So you're really embracing your your Mm -hmm. air, actually. That's why you're so good for me. You're my medicine. (laughs) Yeah. I'm your air medicine. I love. And within like our group of friends, just so everyone listening knows, each one of us has like a medicine person because you are Jenna's medicine. I know. For the Aries. 
And that is also to just show how when we are all fully surrendering and living in alignment that we cultivate the group of friends that we're supposed to have. Yeah, it's true. And Jenna's my medicine because she's an Aquarius and my North Node is Aquarius. Could that be a beautiful triangle? I know. I know. I'm just actually thinking of it and like the unique gifts that we each have and how different they are. And we really have a triangle and Mm -hmm. we all, even in our line of work, it's all so balanced. Right. It is. I see it as a triangle. Yeah. I see the triangle in my head. Yeah, me too. I love triangles because I've been told that 201, my number, is a triangle in sacred geometry and it goes back to like the pyramids and so many, so many good things. You are a triangle if you would be a shape. Oh, totally. What would you be? I don't know. What would I be? I'm seeing like it's an oval or something, like something that's very full circle. I see oval. And if you were a nut, you would be a cashew. Oh, totally. I'd be a walnut. Yeah, I see that. (laughs) Wait, these are fun questions that we need to start asking everybody. I love cashews. Yeah, you, know you I would put be a cat. I, that came to my mind when yeah. you were speaking about the shape. Yeah, you're such a walnut. I'm such a walnut. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Also, I could see you being an acorn. I could be an acorn. But that's not a nut, right? No. It kind of just falls from a tree. No. You're an acorn. I'm a walnut. And a walnut. Yeah. yeah. I love that. What animal would you be? What would I be now? Well, I mean, we've said gorilla. I feel oh, like it's well, gor- oh, it yeah. is gorilla. I mean, how could we even? Yeah, yeah. How why did, did I we even that? say that? <laughs> Kenzie is full gorilla, but I also just saw tiger. So yeah, that was the card I pulled yesterday. Oh my god! Did you see what I pulled? Actually, I think I knew that. Like, I think I saw that. Yeah, but it was tiger so powerful. That's huge. And the tiger is very sensual and feminine. So maybe that's yeah. Why you see well, it. yeah, maybe you're moving not away from gorilla because that is you. But into that like feminine, sensual tiger, yeah. tiger bliss. <laughs> I love that. Well, Collagen Soul says Kenzie's plant medicine experience, and you haven't had no, no. But but I think people assume that you have because you've shifted so much. Yeah, I feel like I have just without the plant. Yeah, well, that's a really good testament to yeah. the work with or without plant medicine. I mean, I think it's also um, just testifies how deeply connected I am to the other worlds. It does. It does. <laughs> we're going to have plant medicine experiences together. But yeah, they haven't happened yet. They'll happen in I'm due time. I'm excited for that. Me too. I want to lead you through ayahuasca and do it with you. Hi, Bubba. Do you want to get on the podcast with us? Okay. That's a no. <laughs> hi, Bubba. Okay, you can say hi. Do you want to? Hi. I'm in the middle of asking her the questions people sent in. Hello. Want to say hi to the audience? Everybody thinks you that you should co host. Yeah. Oh, are you recording right now? So. Yeah. Get on here. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Jonathan just got home. Hi, you. We just answered your question. Oh, about your hair? Do you want yeah. me to do you want me to send you my conditioner link? You, I think you could, you I could need use it, it so that I don't rip yeah, out a whole other do, chunk need, of my you hair. Do need it. I'll like send I did you the, the other link. day. It was terrifying. Weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. And I hate hair when it's not attached to someone's head. I have a bad fear about it. So when I ripped out all my hair, it was very traumatizing. How much was it? It was so much. It was like it wasn't that much, but it 
it really got, it was so close to my head that it was so long. And that's what freaked me out because there was a kind of a lot. It was yeah, horrible. Yeah, you have to, if you keep Dread a comb locks. in the shower and you mm-hmm. comb it as the conditioner's in. Uh, that's what I have to do. Yeah. Now that we I both do. got this long hair. Yeah. My hair was got very dreaded in Miami. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I don't yeah. like to brush it we in the humidity. We were just beaching it out there. Sierra Arn, A-R-N-D-T, says, what's the greatest lesson Kenzie has learned in her spiritual awakening? Oh, wow. What has it been? I don't think that I could say one thing. Yeah. Because it doesn't, nothing comes to mind as being one thing. But I think the thing that comes to me is just how grateful I am to be awake to my truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And being your own healer. Yeah. That's one and being, thing. That's it. A hundred percent. That's what I thought it might be. Yes. Wow. That is it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I lit up with Lo, who I love. She sends me the sweetest messages oh, all I the love time. Her too. We uh, love you, Lo. You are one of the kindest people I know. in this community. We're so lucky. Okay. She says, How did you two become so close like sisters? Also, I love you both. Well, we love her both. Yeah, we we really do love you. And I know we were just destined to be in each other's mm-hmm. lives because it was very natural. I mm-hmm. mean, you, when I say that you sparked my spiritual awakening, you did. I don't think I would be where I am today if I didn't meet you. So special. In a spiritual way. It was all. written in the stars. Yeah. It was. And like I said, I mean, I felt connected to you before I even met you and it was strong, mm-hmm. really strong. And I had nothing, no idea anything about you really. I just knew we were sisters in past lives. Well, now I know that. Yeah. No, it was, everything changed when I met you. I mean, you even helped me with a decision in my career that I, you know, I was thrown into an influencer world. And I remember talking to you about it and you told me you have other options. You don't need to do that. Right. And, I remember sitting there and being like, and this I made is that me decision. when I was 23. Yeah. I mm-hmm. made that decision, which was, a you know, it's kind of hard legally the week after. And I told you. And so it was just, it was that. I mean, we just, I don't, it was just destined. It was meant to be. Yeah, yeah, it really was. And I was so inspired when you really like acted on that and moved. I was <laughs> like, she moves quickly <laughs> like me. We will be friends. I love that. Let's see here. What is your morning and evening routine from Clea Isabella? Well, my morning and evening routine is ever changing just because I literally live all over the world now. And I sleep in different beds and I'm in different environments all the time. But um, I also really listen to my intuition. So I move with the times and I move based on really what I feel like my body and soul needs um, versus beating myself up. If I did a flow in the morning or I did a flow in the evening, but no matter where I am, no matter where I am, I always start my day with, I mean, I do have structure in the morning for sure. So I wake up and I sit down and I do a Kundalini song or I do breath work. And a lot of the times I wake up very anxious in the morning. I just naturally do. And so a lot of the times what I really 
need to do in the morning is just some breath work and that calms my nervous system. And then I sometimes will just leave it as a meditation or sometimes I will go and do my little yoga flow, Pilates flow. And then every single morning, no matter where I am, I have fruit. Yes. With your cacao. With my cacao. And I have my biodynamic coffee. So I launched superfood line of biodynamic mm-hmm. coffee. That's the best coffee and cacao in the world. Yes. And cacao, because this was such a part of my morning. I treasure mornings more than anything. I love that fruit bowl more than anything. And I just so, so, so believe in the way I eat. Um, it just shapes who I am. So every single morning I sit down and I have an hour where I drink my coffee and I have this beautiful fruit bowl with cacao and just, it's just my favorite part of the day. And, um, I sit and I pull cards when I do that. I, my latest thing is I watch Dr. Christiane Northrup's video every single morning. We love her. (laughs) She's the best. Um, so that, and I, my whole thing is fruit till noon, which is, I only eat fruit until noon, but now it's pretty much my morning routine is like fruit literally till noon. Like that is how long my morning I sit I with that fruit that. bowl. That is such a good, I mean, it's that's, like fruit at noon. <laughs> yeah. That's a celestial lifestyle for everyone who wants to know more about what that even means. Like that's literally what it is. So yeah. I'm for obsessed. sure. Yeah. It's and the that's the perfect way to start the day. Also my undoing of, I used to think, oh, I had to be doing things by 10. And now I'm like, no, nope, yeah. I love that fruit that bowl and that coffee is very and that feminine. slowness. It's yeah. very feminine, and very divine. I'll do that. Yeah. Every day. It's so beautiful. Um, RMO Dowd says, can you describe the most healing diet, which you pretty much just did and day in the life? I think that the most healing diet depends on obviously what resonates deeply with you, but the most healing diet for me and the one that I share with everyone and that I will continue to share in bigger and bigger ways with everyone is eating, um, following food combining, because I really believe that is a beautiful roadmap to cultivate a way of eating in a much more simple way that honors our digestion and our body. Mm -hmm. I truly, truly, truly believe in that. Um, I eat only plant-based because I, it makes a lot of sense to me and I feel very connected to my food and eating as close to nature as possible. And also this food combining and plants have really healed me and also awakened me. I mean, yeah, it's awakening. That's yeah, the thing. That's, you purify your body. You purify I was your life. Reading a course in miracles earlier, as after Marianne Williamson came on the show and talked all about a course in miracles, I finally opened it and it's over there behind you. And one of the very first principles of miracles is when you purify your body, miracles are natural order, they're divine right to all of us, but the purification has to happen first. And so that's on a mind, body, soul level. And I really believe all of our awakening starts with what we're putting in our bodies. Mm -hmm. And I used to, when I first started sharing about food combining and I would get so 
attacked and so many people would share their opinions and so many people would Which say- Which first of all is crazy. Let's just throw that out right. there because you're just talking about eating healthy. Right. And so, so many people would say, you know, lots of people like to say you're orthorexic, you're this and you're that. That noise has stopped also because I know I've I show up so differently energetically that there's no room for that. But I will say that now my outlook on it is so different. Absolutely. I will be so mindful. I will prioritize what I put in my body. I will make that a a priority over anything and everything else. I really, really believe that that is what makes my channel so clear Mm -hmm. is because I'm so clean and clear. And that is why I'm so healthy. That is why I'm bright. That is why my skin glows. I mean, that is the most important. I mean, you're putting the things you put in your body should be pure and they mm-hmm. should be from nature and they should make you feel good. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's, that's why the veil has lifted. That's why the veil has lifted. And that's why that fruit bowl till noon and eating plants and even just caring about what dressing they're putting on my veggies at a restaurant right. is so important to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking, speaking the truth, speaking <laughs> my language, every step of the way. I want to make sure, cause I brought this up and I want to bring it back around to this because you mentioned money and what you're oh, working yeah. through with money. I think that'll be really inspiring for people to hear like yeah. what's, what's going on with that. I mean, I've been through a really big journey with money you know this on an intimate level, but I really have been with on a big journey with money. And gosh, what do I even touch? Because it's a long story. So I don't know if I share the whole story, but I think right now where I'm at is I'm very supported with money with within the universe when I, when I learned to trust it. Um, but a big block that I just have been realizing that I've had with money is... I spend a lot of money on my business. So pretty much anything I I feel, I say this all the time to my accountant, but I always say I'm a starving artist because I put so much money into my brand and so much. I mean, I just launched a product line and I take all the steps. I pay so much money to have a graphic designer and hire all these people because it really matters to me to do it's just a part, it's just a part of me. So I want what I do to speak to my soul and Mm -hmm. to represent that. And I just believe in that. But so I've been in this pattern with money for a while where I starve with money in, in the sense that I make it and then it's all gone. And then I make it and then it's all gone. And then it's the worry and the fear that comes with money. And that I'm realizing is more than the money. It is a very intimate relationship that has to do with self-value. And I thought that I valued myself in so many ways because I do travel and I do pay all these people to help me with my brand. And I do see, you know, the Chinese medicine doctor and I do all these sessions. So in my head, I told myself, you do treat yourself and you do live very nicely. And from a young age, really since I was born, I knew that I wanted to have a lot of money. Money to me equals freedom. And it's just a part of me. I just know that I'm meant to have a lot of money. And um, 
but I go through these deep patterns with um, having worry around it. And it's lately I've realized this is such a pattern that I think I'm not breaking because I'm addicted not even addicted, but so used to this pain and this, everyone needs to be paid and how am I going to do it? And oh my gosh, you know, this, this cycle that I'm in and it's all come back recently to valuing myself. And because I thought I valued myself, because I told myself I did all these things, there is something to be said that I have not looked at myself in what I have to offer as being super valuable. And I do know slash think, not even think, I know that's also blocked some more abundance that could be coming in. Mm -hmm. So that's my recent awakening and block with money. And I know on a deep level that I'm very supported with money just because I'm here. I mean, I've Mm -hmm. had a wild ride with money, no handouts and- I have so many synchronistic moments that I have with money and the undoing that I have to do right now is trusting that because I do until I have, until fear sets in and then I block that, that, that magic. And then the thing it really comes down to, and especially for really what I've been birthing for the past nine months, that is almost done. That yes, is the most is. expensive exhilarating, beautiful, most intimate thing I've created is um, I've really got to value myself for it and not think that it's not enough. And I know that when I think that, when I have value on it and when I see its value is when I will feel the value. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's so eye-opening to hear and I know will help so many people listening because the truth is, I mean, you're you're coming to the root of all this. And there is a new way and a different way in which you break that pattern that you've had with money and you know what's coming for you and you're putting the work in now. And it's also like really good to point out that you are so very young and you've built this massive business and now you're running the business and there's just a lot of stuff on the back end going on. Mm-hmm. But it inspires me, the awakenings that you've had with it. And I feel like every day you're uncovering new blocks and that's huge. Mm-hmm. That's what a spiritual journey is. You're always uncovering new things. People ask me about it all the time. It's not a destination. It's this journey. And like, how amazing is it that we get to be on this journey? And just embracing the yeah, journey. Embracing the journey. Yeah. Because if you're really on a spiritual journey, it is going to be every week that something new comes up. Yep. It's a tornado. <laughs> One day the tornado will end. We are still in a vortex. I'm oh glad we goodness. get to podcast while we're in the vortex. Yeah. Who knew the vortex would last this long? I Yeah, I didn't. No, no. <laughs> so tell us what's on the horizon for you and what you're excited about. Well, next month I'm launching an app. Which- I've been, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I can't believe. Have you shared about this before? A little bit. I've started to talk about it, but now I'm ready to, mm-hmm. it's part of my self value. Yeah. I'm yeah, ready, you're ready putting to. It in. Mm-hmm. You're putting in the work like behind the scenes. I mean, you've been working on this for almost a year. 
Yeah. I mean, and before I started working on this, I lost $150,000 trying to do this. Right. Which thank God, because... Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. What it is now is really what it was meant to be. Right. And it is... It is my my teachings, my learnings, my sharings within an app. I mean, it's f- going to be full of every single recipe I've ever made. Every single meal I make is going All in that app. All your plans, programs. All my programs. But now I'm creating my programs in such a beautiful... I'm just really taking my journey, my awakenings, my what I'm learning and putting them into this app to for any you know, one who wants to be on the journey of deep diving Mm -hmm. and uncovering themselves. And I'm doing, you know, I'm putting my meditations that I'm channeling in there. Every recipe, all my practices, journal prompts, and just the more I look at the app as it's for me, just as much as it's for anyone else is um, really when the magic is coming mm-hmm. through for me. Absolutely. That's what it's got to be. That's what I've le- learned with all these passions that we pour ourselves into. It has to be for us, first and foremost, just as much as it is to serve other people. Because I think that is how we serve other people. And the second for me in this process that I start trying to cater to other people, the second that I completely lose the magic of what it is. Yeah, that's and, the way to lose the magic. That's why I had a breakdown. Well, you saw my entire roller coaster of a week of this and this, and I'm going to do this and this. And then it started feeling like it wasn't for me anymore. And then I freaked out. And I mean, I think good because I got to cut that energy cord before I stepped into something that didn't feel right. That's part of the vortex and post portal life too. Yes. And I do think there's for me, and I think this for you as well, but there's so much that can come through when it's when you're doing it for you. Even with the food, I mean, it is so intense to create an app where a huge chunk of it is food. And in the beginning, I was like, I need a sweet section and I need this. And then I completely stripped that away. And I was like, I am simply putting in what I am making for myself today. Yeah. And that's it. How easy that's is that? It. Because you live the life. Because I so. live the life. And and now it doesn't, there's all those voices of, is it going to be enough? And is it worthy? And, and all these things. And it's changed in the way I'm even want to market it because it's just, no, this is literally my lifestyle. Yeah. This is what I'm learning. And if you want to be a part of it, here you go. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this for myself mm-hmm. and that changes everything. And I think that's when the most power for, for anybody can make. And that's anything that I has changed my life and anyone I've learned from is by them sharing their story, not them telling me what to do or them trying to cater to exactly. me. Exactly. That's so true. Wow. Well, we all have a lot to be excited about with that. <laughs> I'm excited for you to step even further into your North Node, your divine feminine, your flowy energy, the Kundalini energy, the sensuality. You're going to be such a teacher for women in that way. I know that. You already are. And you're just going to keep That's stepping gonna deeper really and deeper. That's going to really come through soon, though. I know. I feel that soon. It's yeah. coming. You yeah. have to kind of get this whole app into the I'm world and then you can baby. do more. And then I'm going to 
take that plunge and then put all that wisdom into this new baby, the app. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> Yay. So tell everyone where they can find you. Just if my, they don't already yeah. know. Yeah. I'm sure they do. Yes, I by feel now. like we share all this. We do. People. <laughs> we actually do. That's actually really fun. It is. Um, my Instagram's at Kenzie Burke and my website's KenzieBurke.life. Yes. And all the questions that we didn't get to, you guys, these are still so good. We'll find a way to answer them. Yeah. We can do it on Instagram together or something soon because there's so many good ones. But we actually answered a lot of them by just talking in the beginning. So... Yay. I'm so happy. I love you so much. My beautiful sister. So grateful. Thank you. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode with Kenzie. She's my sister. She's my soul sister. I don't even know what we talked about in this episode. We went into a vortex and talked about everything from business to awakening, to friendship, to adventuring, to what's on the docket in her life, to creating a product, to astrology and North nodes and um, card reading and just all the good stuff. I know we went deep on everything and it's just such a blast to have someone who I care about so much on the podcast. I love her. She is just like, like I said, one of my closest friends in the world. I can't imagine life without her. She's full Pleiadian alien. I watch her shapeshift. I love life with Kenzie. Um, you can ask Jonathan if I'm ever like upset or sad. He's like, just call Kenzie. Let's just call Kenzie. Kenzie will figure it out. And I'm so grateful for our little pod of soul family that we have with Kenzie. We've got Jenna. We have dear friends in our lives who are just so supportive and wonderful. And I I think from this episode, you know, Kenzie and I both have kind of been through a lot in our lives and our friendships and things to get to this point. So to have this is just the best. And I love her. Be sure to check her out at Kenzie Burke on Instagram, KenzieBurke.life online and Tell us what you thought of this episode. Leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Send me a screenshot and I'll send you a free gift, which is my free yoga ebook. And if you rate and review the podcast and follow the TBB podcast Instagram, then I will also enter you into this week's huge wellness giveaway, which is a curated box of all my favorite wellness things. And lastly, a huge thank you to our sponsors for this episode, Kin Euphorics. Go to kinuphorics.com slash blonde to get that offer on those amazing non-alcoholic, nootropic, and adaptogenic drinks, as well as Cured Nutrition Code Blonde for 15% off of all of their amazing CBD products. Thank you guys so much for being here. I hope everyone is having just the most beautiful, most soul on fire day possible. And I can't wait to talk to you all soon. So much love. Mwah.